Welcome back to the Highway to Health podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. In this episode of the podcast, we will be hearing from John Slaughter, the CEO of Healthy Trucking of America. John will be the guest of Dave Nemo, who will be your host for this edition of the Highway to Health. As you guys will hear, Dave will be talking with John about the wide range of programs and efforts that Healthy Trucking of America has in place to help the nation's professional drivers. Later in this edition of the podcast, we'll also be talking with you about Healthy Trucking of America and how you can get connected to the information and resources provided through HTA. Right now, it's time to hand it off to Dave Nemo for his feature interview with John Slaughter, the CEO of Healthy Trucking of America, on this edition of the Highway to Health podcast from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning to you. It's great to have you with us on the program. Great to have you as a sponsor here. One of the most important segments that we've ever done on the program. You guys got started with HTA back in 1997. That predates our entry into the world of health and well-being for drivers. We started Highway to Health back in the early 2000s. So we've kind of beaten that horse for a long time. It's an old expression that Michael Burns would tell you that Nashville, there's an old saying that it takes eight years to be an overnight success. It's funny how you can be around and folks are still learning about Suzanne. I know a lot more folks are paying more attention to their health on the road, but gee whiz, it's still not quite enough, is it? No, no, not at all, really. It's an upward battle. It's really something that you have to struggle with every day, just like with anyone. You have to have that commitment and understand what that long-term goal is and really is to keep providing for your family. Indeed, indeed. Going back to 1997, Bill Gordon kind of got the ball rolling, didn't he? He did. And let me tell you, Bill is one of these fantastic people. He sees a need and goes after it. When he started it, he was a hospital administrator. He noticed that a lot of the similar comorbidities that people were dealing with and looked at their occupations and found that a lot of them were long-haul truckers. He realized that these people don't have a voice. They don't have anyone to help them. So he started HTA out of a one-room office and hired a couple of nurses and put them on the telephones. And that's how it all kind of started. (laughs) Wow. And now from telephones to telemed, huh? Yeah, now we're doing telemed. We're thankfully with good companies like yourself, we're able to get the message out a little broader and have since become involved with government agencies, healthcare agencies, that kind of thing, and assisting with raising awareness towards the different health related issues that drivers are exposed to. One of the questions you ask, and it sounds like one of Dave's dumb questions, but when you look at what the question is actually asking, well, why is it important for a truck driver to worry about his or her health? And that seems like, well, duh, doesn't everybody? But trucking has this thing about it that you are out on your own. You're kind of away from home a lot. Back in the old days, you were away from home all the time. It was pretty much every man and woman for themselves. And you kind of got that, I really don't need this and that and the other, I'll be okay. I remember when we first started Highway to Health, and I know with HTA, you guys saw the same thing. A lot of reticence and even pushback about maybe walking around that tractor trailer 30 times to get a mile in. 
You're the only one there doing it, so people would come up and ask you, well, what's the matter with you? Are you crazy? Did you lose a bet? <laughs> but now you've got truck stops with walking trails and workout rooms and everything, so things are moving in the right direction, no question about that. Well, they definitely are, and I think it's a generational thing as well. My generation, we grew up where exercise, we had to be instructed on how to exercise and why exercise and take time out of your day. And now this newer generation makes that a part of their daily activity. And I think it's a wonderful advancement in the industry. The thing that we find, we do a lot of studies where we actually take a look at drivers and their behaviors and so forth. And when you think about the job of a long-haul professional driver, long-haul professional tells you that this is a job where it's sedentary and it is alone for the most part. And we see within driver community a lot of clinical depression that kicks in. Then, like anything else, we self-medicate. Some of us do it with too much coffee. Some of us have to have these energy drinks. Others of us, if you're down in the South, we like to run by and get a dozen Krispy Kremes when the light's flashing. <laughs> and some sweet and tea to go with it, yeah. A sweet tea to go with it and maybe a bear claw to polish it off. What we find is that's how we're self-medicating and dealing with things. And then you look at the job and it's sedentary for the most part. You're sitting and you're just driving along the highway, obviously paying attention to traffic and the safety that is needed for those around you, but pretty much you're by yourself and it's sedentary. That's what brings on so many of the different illnesses, we call them comorbidities, that drivers are having to struggle with. It's kind of not funny, ha-ha funny, but I remember when I was a little boy in the 50s and then a teenager in the 60s, my general impression of an over-the-road truck driver was somebody who was kind of skinny, kind of wiry. For one thing, the truck was beating you to death every mile of the way, and then Armstrong steering really kept you in shape a lot. And as the trucks got easier and easier and more luxurious to drive, I mean, anybody shopping for a Cadillac, if they were blindfolded and sat in a truck, they would say, wow, this Cadillac has a lot of dials and buttons and things. It's a little bit bigger than the Cadillac I used to have, too, but everything else is about the same, right? Well, these things look like jet dashboards. There are so many features that you really have to pay attention to. And I'm like you, back in the day, as I call it, these guys had to shift gears and act the dog to get the other axle going. And they were constantly in motion. You saw actually a decline in health as the trucks became more advanced. Whenever they were moving through these advancements, which are wonderful for the safety of the drivers and the trucks, don't get me wrong, I love the advancements. The problem is it took away our opportunity unknowingly to get a little exercise in, to get some movement in our bodies. Well, you know what? And I've always tried to make some parallels between what we do here in a radio studio and what a driver does out there on the road. The cab of the truck is smaller, but not much smaller than a typical radio announce booth. We're sitting here in front of a microphone. The folks listening to us on the road are sitting there in front of a steering wheel. We have the same things about logs. I remember when we went from paper logs to electronic logs. We have all of these parallels, so you have to get up and move around as much as you can in this business. In trucking, it's, yeah, you got to do that, but it's a lot harder to do that. 
So the challenge is big, but the folks that we're talking to are up to the challenge. Oh, yeah. And what we find is a tremendous amount of interest. We process hundreds of drivers into various programs every single week. We hear the same things, and that is I'm really struggling with being able to find a way to exercise more and more. And we see a lot of companies out there who have wonderful exercise programs. The technology is there for them. The programs are there for them. But until you make a decision that you're going to do something about it, and it's important to you, it really doesn't matter all of those different phone apps and all the other things that are out there. But you have to make that decision. Yes, you could live in a library and never open a book. Well, let's open the book here and talk about some of the programs. Everything is cost-free for drivers out there that HTA does. Well, you and I were talking briefly about the importance of making sure that you're protected against diabetic retinopathy. It was on Flag Day, June 14th, that Dr. T. Multerer was on the program talking about diabetic retinopathy. We've talked about different topics on the program with you guys at HTA and the doctors and technicians that have been on the program with us. What are some of the things that you like to highlight and what are some of the things that drivers ask you most about in terms of, okay, what do you guys do? A lot of people, the very first thing is they think it's some kind of scam that it's free. But it's kind of like, I don't know how to give this away to you any more efficiently. But just to address that, we get our funding from government programs. We have a grant writing staff that write grants that fund a lot of these programs. We get sponsorships from other corporations and philanthropic entities that assist with providing these. And you wonder, how come they're contributing so much to assist truckers with their health? Well, we know that a healthy trucker creates a safer and healthier highway. If our drivers aren't afflicted with diabetes, uncontrolled diabetes, if they're not obese, if they're not dealing with high blood pressure, if they're not running into diabetic retinopathy to where they can't see, then these are things that keep all of us safe. So it's so important that I tell drivers, look, take advantage of the services we provide you because we work very hard to make them free for you. We're going to take a real quick break right here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. You can learn more about the information and resources available from HTA by visiting the organization's website, healthytruck.org. That's healthytruck.org. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The road trip down the highway to health on The Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear interviews featuring interesting guests who can help you to stay healthy as you move down the road. So be sure to tune in every Tuesday morning to The Dave Nemo Show, which is heard on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The Dave Nemo Show is also available through the Sirius XM app. Now, folks, let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. 
John Slaughter, the CEO, is with us here on the program this morning. We're going to find out about diabetic retinopathy and some of the other things that you guys are focusing on that you don't really hear a lot about. In fact, I'll bet that if you went to a truck stop entrance door and asked guys coming in from the fuel islands, do you know what fatty liver disease is? I don't know. I never even heard of that. You guys are kind of plowing new earth here in some areas in terms of awareness, and fatty liver is one of them. Yeah. When it was brought to my attention a couple of years ago, and I'm reading up on fatty liver disease, and people often ask, what are the symptoms towards fatty liver? How do you get fatty liver? Well, it's exactly what it is. If you find yourself obese, you are subject towards fatty liver disease, and it's just fat on the liver. What ends up happening is over time and untreated, that fat on the liver turns to cirrhosis, non-alcoholic cirrhosis. What ends up happening then is you start becoming a liver patient and you are having to be seen quite often. And there's just so many ways to avoid it. It was so simplistic, really, at the end of the day, and that is just make sure that you eat right and you exercise regularly and lose that BMI, body mass index, in other words, lose weight, so that you could take that pressure off your liver. One of the things, and you kind of almost obliquely mentioned this, talking about programs and apps and everything, sometimes we overcomplicate things to the point that we lose vision of the core essentials. And if you just do the core essentials in anything, you're going to be much better off. Sometimes we try to put so much window dressing, you can't find the window. (laughs) And everything that you look at in terms of diabetes, even mental health, smoking, fatty liver, disease, if you just take all of the window dressing away and just go to the core basics, eating right and exercising as much as you can under the circumstances that you're in is pretty much all you can do, but then that's all you really have to do. Yeah, Dave's funny. I look at a lot of different programs that the federal government puts out and that kind of thing to get people to lose weight at the very end of the day. If you're not willing to change your eating habits, look, I'm from the South. Barbecue's tough for me. I love barbecue. I could eat it three times a day. But all that barbecue sauce is what's killing me and the pork and that kind of thing. And I have to make a commitment that I'm just not going to do it or just do it occasionally. Common sense prevails in this. If you've got to get motion, I recently got an Apple Watch for myself so that I could be reminded, John, you need to get up from your desk and walk around. And you know what? That thing will tell me that. It's using those basic tools that you already have. And then people say, I'm making all the efforts, John, but I'm not seeing any of the direct results. And I'm like, well, how old are you? Well, I'm 50 years old. Well, it took 50 years to get you to your point where you're at today. So it's going to take several months, maybe even years to get you to where you want to be. But you've got to make that commitment. That's really what it boils down to, Dave, is commitment. Well, you're in L.A. and you know New York is 3,000 miles away. And if you don't start heading there, you're never going to get there. And it may take you three days. It may take you six years, but you'll get there eventually if you keep moving in that direction. And the more you move, the better off you are. The website is really excellent. Let's just talk about fatty liver disease. You've got articles in there that explain exactly what it is why it's important to get ahead of it, and what the symptoms are if you have it. So if you take a look at some of these things, you can say, holy cow, my belly is swollen. My 
my palms are red. My skin is a little yellow, and the whites of my eyes aren't white anymore. They're almost kind of a yellow. That should tell you yeah. something, and you are told all of that on the website. So I can't tell people enough to at least go to the website to see what you guys have to offer. There's a lot of work that goes into that website. I can't tell you how many contractors yeah. we have that do that. I look at it at times, and I'm kind of wondering whose water is who. What are we talking about here? But what that should tell you is there are so many prevalent comorbidities that are affecting this population. And honestly, we could take and turn this up three times the amount of information that is out there about the different problems drivers are having. Like, for instance, pulmonary lung disease is now really popping up very heavy in this driving population. All the diesel fuels and everything that they're taking in, the different things that they're surrounding themselves with are starting to call pulmonary lung disease. We're telling people we used to wear those masks and still do for the COVID, but now be sure to wear a mask when you fill up and I can show you why you should. John, thank you so much for being with us, not just as a guest here this morning. I hope you'll come back, but also as the sponsor of Highway to Health. Again, the website is healthytruck.org. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And we would also like to invite you to visit HealthyTruck.org, the website for Healthy Trucking of America. HealthyTruck.org is filled with information and resources that can help make your travels down our nation's roads and highways a healthier one. Be sure to check back with us each Friday for the latest episodes of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, also has another podcast from Healthy Trucking of America. Be sure to check out the Healthy Trucking Podcast. Now, folks, you can find all the podcasts being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. You can listen to us by downloading the Podwheels app, which is available in the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can also listen to all the episodes being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through our website, podwheels.net. Now, folks, we've got one last item to pass along to everybody. You can now catch up with the Highway to Health podcast on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. And when you find our podcast, we would ask that you take a moment and subscribe to the Highway to Health. You'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. The Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America, is a production of Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo.